Sedano Show, ESPN LA, Brian Kamenetsky, Ohm Young, Masuk, DeMarco Far filling in for Sedano. Daniel Cormier coming up in about 15 minutes. If you have a good question for Daniel Cormier, send it to us at Cam Brothers, uh, and you might, or at ESPN Los Angeles, you might hear your question on the air. Uh, but joining us right now, so moved by what he'd heard on the, on the air before, uh, ESPN's own Tim Hasselback, great NFL analyst. Uh, Tim, thanks so much for coming on. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Very moved, by the way. Very. Yeah, moved. I mean, it's just you ever deeply... miss practice because, like, you, you wanted to wear a helmet they wouldn't let you wear. <laughs> you know what? Uh, no, man. Like, I had gone out and like whatever they gave me, they could have given me a leather helmet, I guess. But, uh, it, um, the craziest story ever. This guy is holding up the yeah. show because he wants to wear an old helmet. What the hell? It, listen, it is crazy. Here's what I would tell you, though. Like, um, you know, guys are kind of particular, especially if you've lasted a long time, you're used to kind of your gear. And, you know, kind of put it in a little bit of perspective, like, you know, from the time my father was playing in the NFL to the time that I was playing in the NFL, which was, you know, probably about a 16-year gap, like there were almost zero developments in technology in terms of helmets. And then you just look at the last probably 10 years or so, it's like the, the the influx of technology on the market for helmets has changed so much. And so, you know, some of that stuff is becoming outdated quickly. And I think that's just, it's something new. I mean, think about, you know, we didn't make that big of a deal, but, but Brady wore the same helmet for a long time. My brother played 18 years. I think for the first 14, wore the same exact helmet. With like a, one of those really single face mask bars? To look younger. Yeah. But, like, should a guy be able to wear, and we're talking to Tim Hasselbeck, ESPN NFL analyst, should a guy be able to wear what he wants, at least be grandfathered into that? I would think so. It's a little bit what they did when they kind of started this, is that, you know, Brady was allowed to wear his helmet for, like, one more year. Like, it was kind of, like, grandfathered in for a year. Um, I guess when it comes to the health and safety thing, though, I I think, you know, we've all kind of heard people say this, is it's, you know, sometimes you have to protect the players from themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, when some of these hits defenseless receivers or um, hits on quarterbacks or, you know, guys are like, you know, they don't like it. They don't like the way the game was being changed. Um, but I think that if you really are going to care about player safety, then sometimes you just need to take the decision out of their hands. No doubt. It just underscores how great he is as a receiver, that you're willing to put up with this because if you get him on the field, <laughs> you've got you've got something special out there. Yeah, listen, I'm kind of part of the, the fantasy football marathon that's going on in ESPN, uh, uh, you know, tonight and tomorrow. And, like, the big thing is, like, people are still going to draft the Antonio Brown. You know, that first pick is, like, listen, I'm going to get 110 catches. I'm going to have double-digit touchdowns. Yeah, it's absurd. I mean, the guy, the last six years, has been better than everybody at the position. But... Um, this was a weird one, man. I, I, I mean, I know guys that are frustrated about, you know, gloves and, you know, maybe they liked, you know, a certain glove that had a logo on it that, that you weren't able to wear or, or whatever, whatever it is. You know, stuff, you know, people were bent out of shape when they had to wear pads in their pants, you know, and, and but everyone played. Like, you know, no one was like, hey, I'm out. So, yeah, this one's been weird. Hey, uh, Tim, it's Ohm. Uh, the guys actually covered Tim. When nice. he's playing, uh, yeah. when he's playing in the NFL. So, Tim, you said you were part of the fantasy marathon. I was wondering, what's the uh, 
the latest temperature on Todd Gurley's stock? Because, you know, all of us out here care about Todd Gurley, but yeah, what's the fantasy yeah, community oh. thinking about Todd Gurley this season? How afraid are they of Todd Gurley? They're really afraid between what happened last year, all the talk about his knee still. So if you didn't have that, he, everyone would be talking about him the way, you know, they would about, you know, the other, you know, kind of top backs. But then at the same time, you know, you look at Ezekiel Elliott situation, and so people are all uncertain about that. So normally, like, the top three running backs are good. Um, and, you know, in this, this year, it seems a little bit different. But, hey, let me just jump in. Uh, um, just just vouch for everyone how bad my comb-over was. <laughs> I was going to say I, I actually covered Tim when he had hair. So, yeah, well, I mean, like, what do you mean had hair? Like, mean, like, <laughs> when did yours? When did yours go, Tim? Because mine, my, my, my hairline started to recede as a sophomore in high school. I noticed that it was yeah, on its way out. Yeah, when did I, yours go? Yeah, you know, um, you know what's funny is like I felt like it started going in college. Uh-huh. Part of it's because I was like looking at my brother and his was going, and I'm like, man. But then I like I'll look back and I'll be like, man, I had. Like, I look like Trevor Lawrence there. Like, in comparison, like, what were they thinking? You know, I should have, like, rock it while you got it kind of deal. And, uh, yeah, so it went early for me. It was definitely college. That's, that's, it's just sad. You should it's grow a sad the Gallagher. For everyone. I'm trying to get him to grow the Gallagher. Come yeah, on. You know what the Gallagher is, right? The the Gallagher is. You remember the, the comedian used to smash watermelons and like, uh, just let your hair it's grow. Just, it's just uh, you let it grow long <laughs> on the sides. Like Come that's on. the only place that it still grows. And you just let it grow really long on the sides. That's not a good. It's, look. it's a horrible look. It's not a good look. Listen, there are some really awful pictures of me when I was playing with the Giants <laughs> that I, I look like Gallagher, and the way that it, the way that it, it was somewhere between Gallagher and like a Braveheart audition. Wow. And like, oh. And, and the reason it was like that is you guys remember Jeff Fiegels who punted, yes. oh yeah, you know twenty years, twenty plus years in the NFL. Well, Fiegels and I had a bet of like who could go the longest without getting a haircut. Now the difference was, you know, Fiegels was like fifteen years older than me at the <laughs> yeah. time, and and so I grew it out. That's why I won the bet. But like now there are pictures of me, honestly, that that are they're humiliating. That that just seem to kind of pop up every time. Schefter wants to wish me a happy birthday you, or something. Did you pull it in a ponytail? That's the next level. I could have. I could. Here, here, oh. It looked awesome when it was coming out of my helmet. But like when I took my helmet off, it was like I look away. Right. <laughs> well, you, that's why you always wore that Giants hat. You always had the Giants hat. That's right. Oh my. Did, like you take your helmet off and people just assume that like, you left your hair inside it? Like there was. Yeah, it got stuck. Jim Kelly, like quick transition from helmet to hat. No doubt. Like, oh. Remember that quick transition. Like I, just, I wasn't very good at that. There's, there's, a, there's a reason why Tim never wanted to give up his helmets because he always Dude, had it on. I played with Chris Miller. Chris Miller would be knocked unconscious and ask for a hat. I'm dead serious. He's out on the bench asking for a hat. So funny. Yeah, the market does the deal, man. No like, doubt. Hey, quarterbacks, man. Like, like they think that equipment guy is standing there, you know, ready to pounce. Right He's there. Like, hey, yeah, uh, yeah. uh, what choice do the Cowboys have at this point? Uh, first of all, what, what's your assessment? Wait, is this of, a football question? It is. What are we doing? <laughs> For Dak Prescott and, and paying that big contract. Uh, it seems like you have no choice no matter what you think of the guy at this point. Yeah, look, I agree. I think the guy's a starter. I think he plays a starting level. I think he's good enough to help you win a Super Bowl. I mean, I think every you know organization is is looking for that guy. And, you know, not every team can have Patrick Mahomes. 
And so if you feel like you've got a guy that's a starter that can play winning football and, and be good enough to win a Super Bowl, then I think, I think you need to pay him the going rate. And, and so I think for Dak, you know, I sympathize quite a bit with Dak, maybe more so than, you know, other guys in, um, you know, in, in contract situations, because I believe that Dak has been the biggest bargain in sports, not, not just pro football, in sports over the last couple of years. I think Dak made under eight hundred grand last year. Wow. You're starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys and you play at a winning level and you make under a million dollars for the entire year. I mean he he has been such a deal for them. there's there's a part of me that, that feels like he should be, be getting rewarded. Now look, I, I saw the stuff with turn down thirty million, once forty million. Okay, you know, there's gonna be a lot of kind of skewed information based on, you know, how all that stuff pays out. But at the end of the day, Dak Prescott, because of where he is with his contract, because of what they would have to do if they were going to franchise him in the cap situation that they're in, he should be a guy that's, that is getting paid the way other qu- quarterbacks are getting paid. And that's kind of north of that $30 million range. So there, is there a number where you do have to walk away? Cause this, this is the, the, the quarterback math to me is just fascinating because you can't win without a good one. But yeah. at some point, you make it impossible to put enough people around him. Yeah, I do think that there is a number where you do walk away. But, like, I, I don't think that that's where – I mean, there are plenty of good teams paying their quarterbacks $30 million right. you know, or more, and they're competing. So, you know, we're not at that point where it's like, no, nah, can't do it if you're paying your guy $30 million a year. Like, that's just not – that's not where we are, you know. As those numbers go up, you got to remember that the salary cap is also going up. True. And I do think there's a number where you walk away on, you know, on pretty much everybody. And I think that's the Le'Veon Bell situation, you know, a year ago. It's like, look, we want you. We're going to offer you a lot of money, but we also think you're a running back that's had a knee injury, that's had some off the field stuff, and so we're not going to pay you like a quarterback. Like, so yeah, we are walking away, but you know. I don't think the Dallas Cowboys are setting themselves back by signing mm. Dak Prescott to a starter deal where it pays him thirty million a year. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what I'm thinking, right? If you're going to pay Dak forty, what are you going to pay Goff? The guy just went, just well, came from a Super Bowl. Listen, but and you're exactly right, and so, and I think that's why some teams. I forget. I was talking to Chris Mortensen about this. There are some. Oh, it was the Eagles. It was when the Eagles went ahead and kind of jumped the gun a little bit on Carson Wentz, mm. and people were like, "Well, oh, that was quick." The feeling was, "We're not waiting around for Patrick Mahomes to get a new deal. But we're not going to wait around for that mm-hmm. because listen, Mahomes' numbers will be crazy and stuff. But if you're a guy that has led a team further, so take Jared, you know, for example, like led a team further, like you start to have a case. You're like, well, and even if you're not going to surpass what Mahomes is making. It, it it certainly you know raises the water table. So, no doubt. Yeah, uh, this this definitely something. Even later isn't a bad idea. No, yeah. Right, <laughs> definitely definitely something Rams fans are interested yes. in. Yes, just for the golf stuff. Tim Hasselback, ESPN Where NFL analyst, who apparently uh, competed in and may have lost a hair growing contest to hey, a punter. By the way, though, Tim still got the girl. That's all that matters, oh, Tim. That's all that all matters, right. Tim. And I always remind you that, Tim. Yeah, that's when I was losing my hair, so that's why I got married young. Wow. That's right. We all did the same. We all tried to move. Uh, I up when I had hair. Yeah. <laughs> thanks so much for coming on, Tim. We appreciate thanks, Tim. it.
See you, All right, uh, awesome. Daniel Cormier, four fifteen now. It looks like about four fifteen, Daniel Cormier. Uh, so let's let's talk about this quarterback thing because all the the only reason any of this matters is in the context of the Rams. None of us care if Dallas overpays their quarterback or Kansas City does it. We do care if the Rams do it. What's the right, right. number for Jared Goff? We'll ask that next. Brian Kamenetsky, Om Young Masuk, Demarco Farr, Sedano Show, ESPN LA.